0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Baseball with the Bard. It has certainly been a while, two freaking weeks. I'm your host Noah Cross joined by my best friend Tyler Bard. Tyler, good to see you again. How you been? I'm good, Mr. Cross. How are you? I'm good, sir. You know, we've been. Uh, we're got.
1: We have a fun little weekend lined up here. I
0: know it's. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's busy. We're we're ready to go though. Uh, just a reminder for all of our fans: we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, and Twitch at T Bard five one nine five tower has been popping off over in the twitch so you're missing out if you haven't been checking that out it's
1: a lot of fun over there and remember y'all can participate in all the conversations if you join us live on one of those platforms we see your comment as long as it's appropriate we will throw it up on the screen and chat with you so if you want your opinion heard this is the place to do it. We had Tony Khan a few weeks ago when you weren't here. No, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, but when you were out, Tony Khan himself, that's what the name said on, on YouTube. It was definitely him uh, was on, on our show talking about AEW with us on the Cross and Wrestling. I know, right? Crazy. That's amazing. Crazy. So that's what you all could be in the presence of. Greatness. Yes, this is true. Greatness. This is well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, just got not- I actually just got a notification that T-Bar t- 50195 is live. So Oh, we should go watch. Yeah, we should go check him out.
1: This has been a great show. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for watching. And we will see you next time on Baseball with the Bar.
0: It's the second time you've, you've done that joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had to draw it out, too, because I wasn't ready. I wasn't actually ready oh, to hit the button. So I had to,
0: like, up. go, go, go.
1: But, but we're good. We've recovered.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> so with that being said, let's dive into all the happenings of the MLB uh, first with something that's a bit odd for this year. Um, yeah. MLB has a really big injury problem at the moment. Yeah, um, it's bad. According to Steve Adams of the site MLB Trade Rumors, injuries are up 15% when compared to the first month of the 2019 season, which was the last season that we played You know, a regular full season of. Right. Yeah. Um, with a 22% uptick amongst pitchers themselves, according to Ken Rosenthal. Uh, with the stop stop start of the 2020 season, and I put season in, you know, quotations there, season, right? When <laughs> go the full season. There As were right, injuries, um, there were a lot of injuries, right? And now there are players who are getting back into the regular strains of the season after an odd one last year, and their bodies are having to adjust yet again. Specifically, there's been a lot of soft tissue injuries, such as hamstrings, quadriceps, oblique injuries, uh, have nearly doubled in frequency in this first month of the season. Yes, Frank, you are making the early bird special episode, so welcome. Um, So, yeah, this first month of the season, Tyler, there's been a 15 percent uptick in injuries. I mean, this isn't. I've noticed. You know, obviously,
1: I have noticed. It's been a shame seeing all these guys go down. This one, I was actually uh, – not not this one, uh, right here. Uh, the mm-hmm. collision at home plate in the Yankee game. I was at work uh, when I heard that it had happened, and I just was like, ooh, I got to keep that home plate collision. I got to watch that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it looked way worse than it was. But, yes, it oh, boy, that I thought he was going to be done, done for mm-hmm. with this collision. It is definitely uh, interesting, to say the least, to see this amount of uh, – of injury status coming through.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, like I said, fifteen percent is a ton, especially with the 22 amongst pitchers. Like that's really bad. Um, just joining that, that list is Dustin may of the Dodgers. He's have, he's required to have Tommy John. So he is out for the season. He had, a, he had a really good start to the season. Uh, he had a couple rough outings, but he was really finding his stride. And now Tommy John, and I mean, Tommy John, it seems like there's so many pitchers. We're getting Tommy John now. Constantly. Like, there's um, it's always. Because uh, they're
1: throwing so hard.
0: It's true. That's true. Well, I mean, you, guys have always thrown hard, but I don't know what the difference is. And maybe they're training. They're not really trained to go the distance anymore. They're really trained for a certain pitch count. Like, that's kind of, I don't know, how 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 uh, Paul O'Neill and like, okay we were talking about it. Because uh, they were just talking about how there's so many pitchers who are just Tommy hard. John. And it doesn't make sense. You know no. like, it's, just, it's just a, you know, maybe maybe it's just because before it was named Tommy John, we didn't know. Yeah. Um, We didn't know, hear about it, right? But now it has an official name and all that good stuff. So I hear about it all the time now. MLB has a big injury problem. Hopefully they'll be able to iron out the kinks because it's just, you know, odd. You know what's
1: wild? Aaron Judge was not on your list of players this time. Wow. (laughs) Aaron Judge did not make the segment Uh, about injured players. Something's wrong.
0: You know? (laughs) We'll, we'll talk about Aaron Judge later, but he I mean, made it.
1: He made a deal with the devil where he doesn't get injured, but everyone else does.
0: <laughs> yeah, but everyone else does, and he'll strike out every at bat.
1: So, oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We'll get yeah. we'll get to that. With that being said, speaking of a man who has uh, had a really really long and very impressive career, Albert Pujols has been released from the Los Angeles Angels. The hashtag sure, Angels huh? announced today or yesterday that the club has designated Albert Pujols for assignment. Saying the Angels organization proudly signed Albert Pujols in 2011, and are honored that he has worn the Angels jersey for nearly half his MLB—I'm sorry, his half his Hall of Fame career. Um, I mean, Tyler, I know you have a lot to say about this, so tell me what you're feeling.
1: Yeah, I do. It's uh, in my opinion, it's a bit of a shame, um, but I—it's it, come to my understanding that it was more of an agreement between the two parties uh, mm. that rather than just you know, launch him into the abyss. They came up with an agreement. What would you like to do? What would you like to do? And they kind of came to the agreement of just put, uh, you know, sending him quote, quote down uh, and DFAing him. But I do. I think this is the end of the road for Albert. Oh, I don't know. I think he needs to sign a one day contract somewhere uh, and just finish his career that way, because I think it would be an absolute shame to see him go out in the middle of the season Uh, So he can have a farewell tour or just sign on with someone like St. Louis, Mm. uh, where he originally started and finish his career over there and have a farewell tour with them. But that would, in my opinion, require him to play one more full season. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I don't think he can start it uh, halfway through a season. Oh, he can't do he can't do the big poppy move because everyone I mean, wants to pay him, everyone wants to pay tribute to someone like Albert Pujols. Yeah, yeah. and you know, this big poppy did it what like a month or two into the season. He was like, "All right, this is going to be it for me." And yeah. then the teams who didn't get to play him again were like, you know, a little a little upset that they didn't get to give him any uh, mm-hmm. recognition. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, he gets the uh, recognition he deserves if this is indeed the end for Albert Pujols, one of the best players of the last twenty five to thirty years.
0: No, absolutely. And uh, I agree. So this this announcement was made Thursday of this week. Uh, they're releasing him after 10 years in his contract. Pool host has a career average of 298 with 667 home runs, totaling 2,112 RBIs. So, I mean, man, killing it, killing it. Um, in 2019, his stats were an average of 244 with 23 home runs, and that was a full season. So not a ton for a guy who can slug. However, The year before the Angels signed that 10-year deal in 2011 was his best season of his career in 2010, where he hit for an average of 312 with 42 dingers and an OPS of over 1,000. That's insane. So, (laughs) uh, you know, they signed him for 10 years, and here he is. He's 41 now. Um, I I think it's it. I don't know. I, I don't see a team picking him up. Tyler texted me yesterday and said, oh, the Yankees will sign him. Oh, yeah, might.
1: someone, someone who who needs a veteran presence. Maybe a younger team. Which, I mean, the Yankees are a younger team.
0: This is true. Um, and that's, and so. honestly, they well, they had O'Dor, but he's injured now. So
1: <laughs> yeah, we just showed that picture. Yeah, hey, do I do I need to remind you?
0: Yeah, no, that was bad.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that no, that's. I, I think he would he would fit in well anywhere he goes. He's a loved mm-hmm. guy. He's an incredible presence. He's a guy who's going to have your back. He's someone who you would absolutely want on your team at any moment. Uh, He'll he'll fight a guy for you for looking at you the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's just one of those guys who you love to have on the team. And it's sad to see him go, but also I'm happy for him because I know he's not anywhere near close to being done with Major League Baseball.
0: Okay, okay. Fair enough. So yeah, there's Mr. Albert Pulhos, and if that is it, obviously Pulhos, we have tremendous respect for you. We wish you all the best in your free time. You can come, come uh, hop on baseball with the Bard.
1: Yeah, anytime. We
0: would love to talk to you. Frank says maybe the Marlins. I, I mean, I could see it. I mean, why not? The Marlins, um,
1: another young team,
0: have a young, really, really young squad, and that would be a good draw to their ballpark. To be, I mean, apparently nice every
1: place. old player just goes down to Florida, like like everyone from <laughs> Connecticut. When they're old, they just go down to Florida and live with Frank so he can wash their car. Um, And then that's it. That's that's all they that's all they do down there is all the old people go down there and they have fun. He's not that old. I'm sorry if this offends anyone. He's 41, 41 years old. Uh, So, I mean, Tom Brady did it. Tom Brady went down south to play in warmer weather. So maybe he just needed a a super. Well, I mean, he was he was in Anaheim. It's a bad Mm, excuse. It's a bad excuse. (laughs) But hey, Florida's the retirement home for uh, legendary players. So
0: this is um, there. You go. You you say maybe. You say maybe
1: we'll see him there. (laughs) Fair
0: enough. With that being said, let's jump. (laughs) Sorry, Frank. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's jump over uh, into a team who is not being legendary at the moment. Uh, The Dodgers have fallen into a major slump. Look at that picture. Um, Hold on. Do we have the score from last night for the Dodgers? Because I did not
1: Oh, I, I just know it was uh, close at the end, but they were uh they were not doing very well. I'll put it that way. So did they lose? I think they were I think they ended up losing. They were playing Anaheim. If my uh, uh computer was fast enough.
0: <laughs> they lost nine to two. Okay. Yeah, um... so they were
1: they made a comeback in the like sixth inning where it was four to two. And then I guess, Anaheim just took back off.
0: So, the Los Angeles Dodgers, after a dazzling series with their foes, the Padres, the Dodgers have fallen short as of late. And that dazzling series we're talking about was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Tyler and I uh, watched, actually, that together with our friend Drew. And we saw yeah. the pitching matchup was you Darvish versus, I think it was... Oh, what a game. Clayton Kershaw, right? Yeah. Great matchup. Unbelievable game. <laughs> and then it just kind of fell apart for the Dodgers. Uh, they have lost 14 of their last 18 games as of this morning. This is after they've won 13 out of 15 to start the season. So they started off really, really hot, and they have cooled down really, really fast.
1: Uh, they, they got still swept great... by the Cubs, dude.
0: Yeah, they got swept by the Cubs. I have... Um, wow. There's a what was it? There's these the sixth graders in the school I work in, and we were talking about baseball and everything else, and they're all laughing. They're like, "Dude, the Dodgers got swept by the Cubs," and all they're all they're all laughing hysterically at the fact that the <laughs> Dodgers got. Swept. They, they think it's like amazing, and I'm laughing obviously with them.
1: I mean, just, it is amazing.
0: It is amazing. It's hilarious, but
1: um, although although you do kiss up to the Dodgers a little bit,
0: I do. Hey, I, I, I respect their gameplay, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they still have a great record. They're only a game and a half behind in their division. Uh, of the first place Giants, throwback. What is happening? Uh, wait,
1: it's not an even year. Cut it out. Yeah, right. They're not uh, allowed to be good.
0: And they have a plus thirty-seven run differential, which is the best in the game. So know, they're fine. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're just not winning. You know, their bullpen has is having some blunders. Their starting pitching in, in this game against the Cubs had major blunders. Yeah. Uh, as Clayton Kershaw got knocked out in the first inning
1: yeah that I, that might be the first or maybe second time in his career that that's ever yes. happened
0: yes absolutely one of the biggest issues is that Mookie and Corey Seager haven't been producing recently um Betts is 0 for 6 was up for 3 3 strikeouts in the loss on Wednesday and Seager went 1 for 4 with a single strikeout on Wednesday as well um Gosh. and is sitting on a 250 average so I mean, these, these were the guys that were really producing in the beginning of the season. These are the guys that were getting the wins. Uh, right. uh, Mookie Betts is Mookie freaking bets, right? Let's be honest here.
1: He's still playing a great outfield, but he ain't oh, hitting absolutely. the ball.
0: No, they're just not hitting as much as they usually would. Uh, but, Tyler, should we be worried about the Dodgers? And by we, I mean, should the Dodger universe be worried about Okay,
1: universe? thank you. Uh, that's a better question. Uh, I think they, uh, they should be fine. I think Dodgers fans can rest easy. Knowing that they have paid and paved the way for an easy division uh, title. But I think the only people they do have to worry about are those two teams up top with them. If they can worry about the Padres and they can worry about the Giants and focus on beating those two teams, then they should be okay. And everything else will just fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're just a, every bad team has a slump. Look at the Yankees in 2018. That is the best description I can give about these guys. They hit a this could be the slide that hurts them. It, the Yankees had that what, 11 game long losing streak that just ruined their season. Otherwise, they would have been right up there with the Red Sox and the Astros in the 100 games uh well you did get 100 I think. The last game you hit 100, Red Sox hit 108, Astros hit 105, something like that. Uh-huh. Um but imagine if they hadn't done that. They probably would have been the AL East champions. Uh, so I don't think the Dodgers have any uh, reason to be worried. They have probably the best team in baseball uh, on paper behind maybe the Yankees, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I uh, Baseball is a beautiful, beautiful sport. Where you never know what's going. I mean, come on, the Rays went to the World Series last year, Noah. You never know what's going to happen in this sport. I mean, I guess I do because I predicted it, but whatever.
0: You did predict it, All right. <laughs> Um So, and I agree with you. I don't think there's, I don't think there's much reason to worry about the Dodgers. They have no. obviously have to turn it around in terms of their record because that's what gets you to the postseason. Of course, right? is the record. And I had a great line yesterday, and we'll talk about that later. Um, speaking of postseason. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't forget. Let me forget. Let me write that down. Postseason. All right. So, anyway, speaking of postseason, this is the team that has a lot of postseason hopes with their ace on the mound, the likes of Jacob deGrom. And this section is simply titled Jacob deGrom dot, 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 because there is <laughs> yep. just so much to say about Fitting Jacob Fitting picture. Uh, he is two and two only because he plays for the Mets. Should be four or no. All day, every day. Like, I don't <laughs> – like, just stop, Okay. Uh, his ERA is zero point five one, with fifty nine strikeouts in thirty nine innings. Dear God, what the hell is he doing? Like this is just unbelievable. I mean, he was great last year, but he is he is elite <laughs> this year. Like he is. Isn't a, he also elite... swinging the
1: bat really well when he plays too?
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second, but. <laughs> We just need to talk about his pitching right now because that is unbelievable. I mean, zero point five one ERA, really
1: upsetting
0: in thirty five <laughs> innings with fifty nine Ks. Goodness, that's, an, that's unbelievable. And as as you said, he's also swinging the bat very well, with an average of four sixty two with two RBIs.
1: Four sixty two. Now granted, oh he's God. he's had
0: he's had six at bats, but you got to think about it. He's a pitcher, so that's a lot. Great. Okay? So
1: he's hit. Well, four, he's only had six at-bats. How is it 462?
0: He, he just keeps getting hits.
1: How's that math work? 462 wouldn't fit anywhere in six at-bats. Huh? <laughs> that math doesn't check out. Do so he's almost have... hitting
0: 500. <laughs> Keep talking about DeGrom. I'm, I'm pulling up the exact number of it.
1: That's oh, exact hitting stats. Well, I mean – I think it's an absolute shame that this dude is with the Mets anyways, uh, but the Mets are never going to get rid of him unless he starts Absolutely. being a diva like Chris Sale was on the White Sox. Um, so if he starts throw, pitching a fit and, and crying about his, his uh, team's potential, uh, that's probably going to be the only way this guy ever gets out of the gray and blue Uh, and potentially signs with a more suited suitor like the Cardinals or the White Sox or the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, someone like that who actually has a chance of getting this guy some wins in a World Series ring. Because if this guy ends his career without a World Series ring, it is an absolute travesty.
0: All right. It'll be him and Mike Travis. It'll be fine. Anyway. Oh, um, God. (laughs) I had to. Uh, Direction, 13 at bets. So, oh, okay. which is honestly even more impressive. That makes even more sense. He has a 462 average and 13 at bats. So that's yeah. that's even more impressive, actually. How um, wild, man. So, yeah, who is this man is the question that I asked. And is he Jacob DeGrom, ladies and gentlemen, an absolute <laughs> elite baseball player, literally helping himself because he realizes that the Mets aren't going to help him. Um,
1: the ace of the aces. If there was a lineup, a uh, pitching rotation of aces, Jacob DeGrom would be my ace. Jacob he would probably mm. be uh, number one in the lineup. I'd probably have him and Garrett Cole uh, right up at the top of my list.
0: Mm. you imagine that one, too? Oh,
1: Oh my it. God. That would be that's wild. Right. Absolutely. But speaking but of other show, pitchers. Oh, God. Oh, it's yeah. exciting stuff. What were you saying?
0: Spe- other pitchers. I no, was oh, just saying, speaking yes. of – other pitchers that i would toss into that uh area there is someone who's being considered the Orioles new ace. Yeah. In the likes of John Means who threw a no-hitter this week. Uh unbelievable on May 5th. Imagine if it was May the 4th. I mean, how how amazing would that be? Uh. <laughs> the force we could like the the line like oh the force was with this one John Means throws oh. a no-hitter. Oh, come on. I like that.
1: It would have been an absolute great call.
2: And John Means has done it in Seattle. He has thrown a no hitter as the Orioles take down the Mariners six to nothing.
0: So, John Means, ladies and gentlemen, throws a no hitter. Very impressive outing there. Uh, Fun fact I had John Means in fantasy. So, thank you, John Means. You're the best. Uh, And I was playing against my friend Ryan in that one. So that was uh, on the fifth, obviously. Uh, he is, let's see. Sorry, I just lost my place. I apologize. Uh, okay, he is 4-0 with an ERA of 1.37 and 50 strikeouts in 46 innings. So far in this season of 2021, he is absolutely killing it. Uh, on Wednesday, he would retire all seven, 27 batters in a 6 to nothing performance over the Mariners. He was almost perfect. He did allow a base runner when Sam Haggerty reached on a third strike wild pitch in the third inning. The Orioles then caught Haggerty attempting to steal second base, but the wild pitch nullifies the perfect game bid. So that sucks, but he still threw no-hitter. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, he was so he's looking still, great. Yeah, absolutely. He's still killing it, obviously. Uh, many reports say he is the new ace of the Orioles' staff. So, Tyler, I mean, what do you think of John Means? He's been having a great I- season.
1: I mean, obviously the numbers speak for themselves. The guy is having quite the season. The Orioles really, even though they're not above 500 yet, the Yankees are only one game above 500. So these, mm. the Orioles are, are just nipping at their ankles. Uh, and they are trying, at least, to be a presence in the AL East. Uh, and they're one of the only teams with a no-hitter this year. I mean, I say one of the only. It's May. Uh, and we have four no hitters, uh, or five now, right? Am I? Is no it, four, I, I, four. Is it? Is it four now? Yeah. Uh, it was. It was almost five, but Sean Manea blew it last night.
0: Yes. Uh, so the, almost... the four would be Carlos Rodon from the White Sox, John Means from the Orioles. The next person we're going to get to Wade Miley from the Reds, and then and Joe, Joe Musgrove. Musgrove. There you go from the Padres. <laughs> you
1: got to say it like that because that's how Don Arcillo says his name all the time. <laughs> But yes, you no, know, he's doing great, and uh, it's exciting to see these no hitters every every few uh, weeks. It's, just, it seems like every other every other week we have a no hitter, and uh, people people just keep coming out and throwing them.
0: Yes, and speaking of a, a no hitter by John Means, just last night, a day and a half after John Means threw his Wade Miley for the Cincinnati Reds throws the second no hitter in three days. Uh, Ground ball
2: former wizardry from Wade Miley. A no-hitter in baseball history.
0: Absolutely killed it. And as I said ladies and gentlemen, in my I'm in two fantasy leagues. One against my friend Ryan, I had um uh, John Means from the Orioles, who threw a no hitter for me, got me at forty four points. And then last night, I was playing against the other person on this screen, Tyler yeah, Bard, yeah, yeah. and I had Wade Miley in my lineup, and he threw a no hitter for me. So I let's just listen. I mean, come on, two no hitters in one week of fantasy. Come on, folks. Come on.
1: Noah I mean, Noah pays a lot of attention to a fantasy league that we get no money.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Don't don't hate the player, hate the game. All right, uh, oh, I know, do hate the game. You know, I, 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 am, I get
1: in there so I'm a body. I don't play fantasy. <laughs> you know that I'm a
0: rating, defending fantasy champion, legend, future Hall of Famer. All that's right, that's
1: it. That's so, it. He's uh, he's, yes. he's the guy in the league, and you know everyone's looking up to him.
0: <laughs> uh, well, which is the only instance where that happens, at least physically,
1: because otherwise we look right down at you, you shorty.
0: All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wade Miley. <laughs> Had a great line, um, one walk, which is why he got had the the no hit bid as opposed to a perfect game. So brutal. Um, and then there were eight strikeouts in his nine inning performance of absolute dominance, and he was painting late in the game. Tyler and I were actually talking that last inning. Oh. We were yeah, I'm like a a video chat, watching the last inning of that game, and Wade Miley just he didn't lose it at all. He, I, uh, I'm not sure. I think he had plus 115 pitches. Um, by the time the game was said and done, which is honestly that's that's not terrible, you know, all I things mean, considered. I once mean,
1: you're up over 120, you're hurting. You're definitely true. hurting. That's
0: true. I mean, but I look at guys like like guys like DeGrom, guys like Cole. Those guys can go 125 every five days, right? That's and not insane. even think about it. Not even think about <laughs> it. Um, so you know, which is good because baseball needs that. But speaking. Yeah, definitely. Of- Speaking of things that are needed and elite status pitchers, elite status company, Clovercrest Media, has a lot of really awesome things to offer. Check it out.
1: The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast, presented by Clovercrest Media, is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us. Every Sunday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum.
2: Manning lobs it boris alone touchdown on it's off the leonard defended by Simmons is this the tiger no!
0: high fly ball right field Grossman back track wall
2: see ya into the second deck Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is may 17th if you're one of the 50 million americans who still hasn't filed visit rockyhillaccountants.com
1: oh ray oh. this could still be a dub for you though if we pull this off and i'm very high up
0: rando rando fell too
1: rando's out oh mm-hmm. uh, i didn't see that either you just have much land left got, it. You got it oh there you go peace. with a dub to end of the stream with hell yeah! there you one go one minute Good left stuff. in our time right before the time run that Can I just say- was a 12 hour stream
0: 12 hours <laughs>
1: I did a 12-hour stream in celebration of getting 200 followers, which all of you helped me get on Twitch. So we did a 12-hour stream, and that was I was literally 11.50, Well I or no, uh, one fifty, because I was going from 2 to 2 when I started a new game, and I won that game at one fifty-nine, just in time to end the stream. Uh, and what,
0: what were you going to say? I was going to say you were very nice, want, but it, I, I just realized you were exhausted, so... Was I just thought you were so used to, you're so used. You're also just so you win like every single stream, so like, you know. <laughs> and not not no, everyone there. can be an immaculate victory, you know.
1: I have another clip for next time, so you guys are gonna have to uh, tune in next time. I couldn't get the clip to download for whatever reason, but I had an immaculate win where I lost my damn mind on stream. There you uh, go. So. I'm going to have to play that next time. So tune in next time for the ad break <laughs> and you will see that coming through. But yes, we break. do also have a uh, new sponsor. Noah, I'm sure you saw the commercial come through Rocky Hill accountants. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the Clovercrest media network. We uh, appreciate you guys coming on board and uh, love to see the new ads rolling through CMG is growing. Make sure all of you guys go check out all the product and all of the podcasts and web pages and blogs and vlogs and, All sorts of stuff. We got like three or four new people in our last sports meeting. Uh, So it has been a lot of fun growing this
0: network. 100%. Love to see it. And speaking of a team that just keeps on going, I wouldn't say growing, but going. Tyler. I want to take it away for your boys, the Boston Red Sox.
1: Is it that time? Are we already at my boys? Bam! We'll just throw this little uh, gem piece up there. The Red Sox currently taking the lead in the division, going nineteen and thirteen. But those Tampa Bay Rays are a little bit scary. Could you agree with that, Mister uh, Mister Cross? They I'd are. I
0: agree. agree.
1: They're showing up. Uh, you know, we counted them out. We definitely counted them out, thinking they were not going to be much of a problem, but. They are showing up, and it is uh, it is a scary, scary thing. And my one of my buddies on Twitch is in the chat saying, T-Bart is a Fall Guys God. Y'all can come witness mm. it on Twitch. Just tune in when I go live in the late nine hours, and you can witness it. Thank you for coming by and joining us on Twitch. Remember, you can all join the conversation on Twitch as well. So, yeah, the Red Sox are 19-13 and 13 and still proving much of MLB wrong. They've slowed down a little bit over the last week, though. They had the Do- oh, Dodgers, geez. They had the Tigers. Every time I see the D, I think Dodgers when I think about the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so they had the Tigers, only took one game from them. Uh, and then Texas, same story there. Uh, going back a week, they lost 4-1 to against the Rangers on Thursday at the 29th. Uh, they would beat the Rangers on Friday, then fall short again on May 1st and 2nd, losing the series 3-1. Excuse me, I thought it was 2-1. Dear God, that was uh, not... That was worse than I actually thought. Um, they then won two to three against the Tigers, and uh, that so that was nice. They they finally took the two out of three uh, they took against the uh, against them, so that was nice. But it's a shame to see them lose to two teams that they should be handily beating. Noah, mm. um, I, I just don't get it because they play teams that are very good and beat them. Uh, But for some reason, they can't beat these little teams, but they've always had problems against guys like the Twins, the Tigers, the Rangers. I mean, we went to a game where they played the Rangers when the Rangers were absolute garbage and -hmm. the Red Sox were one of the best teams in the division Um, and they still lost that game. So I think we already said this once in this show. uh, Baseball is a glorious sport and you can never count any team out. So. Uh, they're doing very good. As you guys can see, they're 19 and 13, a winning percentile of 594. And uh, the last 10 games, they are 6 and 4. Uh, so, so far, so good for my Sox. The Yankees are still hanging out there, almost in last place, 16 and 16. Uh, so, it is something that every Red Sox fan loves to see. Are we all on the same track now? I don't think we are. No, there's a half game in there. So, Tampa Bay has played. Uh, one less game or one more, one more game than everyone else. So yes, uh, ev- eventually we will be on track. But thank God for that one more game because even if they had 19 wins, uh, we'd still be in first. So, ha <laughs> ha. Um, I don't know about you, Noah. I am still kind of shocked that the Red Sox are in this position. Are you?
0: Um, I mean, yes. Just considering that we weren't uh, looking at them being in this position whatsoever this season. However, I'm still not hesitant, and I will get to that in a minute. This is where my postseason comment comes in.
1: Okay, sure. Well, we've got some guys who are uh, producing and maybe not producing, uh, but J.D. Martinez is one of those guys who has been a big supporter of the Red Sox success. He's sporting an average of, no, I get this, 348 with 10 home mm. runs and an OPS of
0: 1.127. Sheesh.
1: He is the J.D., Remember, if you remember the first episode, we said, who needs to step up Mm -hmm. to make this team turn and work the way it's supposed to? We said, JD Martinez, Xander Bogarts, and Rafael Devers. Well, let me just say, all three of those guys are not on my shit list. So Mm -hmm. they are absolutely producing to the ability that they should be. Bogarts is a little more quiet than I would like, but he is also one of the guys who has been showing up as of late. Uh, when he started the season, it was a little scary, but he has come to his senses. Mr. Bogarts, here's another one another big contribution to the Sox offense. He has an average right now of 356 with six home runs and an OPS of 995. Mm, oh, baby, he's mm. hitting all day, every day 365. You love to see someone with a high batting average like that. That means he's getting at least one hit a game for you, uh, for the fans who may be a little more casual and um, didn't know, uh, maybe didn't know how many at-bats come in a game. I'm talking to you, mom. Uh, And (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, he's doing doing very well. And this is somewhere where we wanted to see Bogarts. Uh, I don't think anyone had a doubt that Bogarts would be very good. Uh, did I say that the right way? Yeah, I don't think anyone doubted that he would be good. Yes, I did say that right. Um, so this it's nice to see that he is living up to the expectation that he is. Um, on the side of pitching, uh again, could probably use a little love. Uh, I think every pitching staff in the MLB needs a little love. The Yankees bullpen has been good uh, the last few days, not so, much, not so much, but they're a little they're a little tired. After having to carry the team on their back for that five-game winning streak. Um, so I understand, but Matt Barnes is sporting an ERA of 2.12 in 17 innings with 29 strikeouts in relief. Noah, 29 strikeouts in relief. He's halfway to what Jacob deGrom has as a starter. That's nonsense. And uh his best, his best pitching is is when he just throws right at you. So it's, he's, he's one of those uh, pitchers who is not afraid to throw the stuff that he knows you know is coming. Mm. So he's just going to be himself, throw exactly what – he's like uh, – who, who was it? Cy Young, who would say, uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm throwing and you're still not going to hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what Matt Barnes is doing right now. You know exactly what's coming at all times, and he's still going to strike you out or get you out. Um, he has been knocked around a little bit with that ERA up over two, but he is doing – Fairly well for uh, a, a guy out of the bullpen. And, of course, we have Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, he has a higher ERA right now of 4.1, but still sports, shockingly, a 4-0 record. Uh, apparently, the Sox are – they just just love this guy because the Red Sox like to hit when he pitches in 28 innings with 31 Ks. They are supplying the runs even though he is giving up just a little bit more run than the rest of our starting staff. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that works out because that's the same thing with the Mets is they don't yeah. score anywhere they just to so Jacob DeGrom it, on, right the on the mound. That's just how it when Jacob DeGrom is not on the mound, <laughs> they hit the hell out of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So it is crazy to see these things happening. Um, the Sox play the second game against the Orioles tonight at 7.05. So that is going to be nice to see. Uh, they, they have the Orioles at 705. The Yankees are playing the Nats at 105. Uh, so it is, I mean, I overall am a little bit shocked with how this is going. I really enjoy uh, the fact that they have absolutely showed up and are playing good baseball and keeping the Yankees in the basement where they belong. Uh, and yes, kind of boy, this is the channel with the number one socks hurt tbard5195 thank you for stopping by on twitch mr kind internet boy and we will see you later on in your stream if anyone watching does not has twitch and does not follow kind internet boy get on twitch go follow him he is a great streamer as well
0: and i he just renewed his his subscription by the way did he really
1: Oh, my God. Look at this right here. I can pull it up right there. Kind Internet Boy just subscribed for five months in a row. Julian, thank you for subscribing and supporting Baseball with the Bard, the Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast, Clovercrest Media, and my personal Twitch channel. Thank you so much, buddy. We appreciate you coming by. If you guys want to be a part of it, you can use like that uh, emote in the chat right there. You can come through and use all of those emotes. It is a lot of fun over here, and you guys can be a part of it, too. Something that's not so fun is how the Yankees season is going. Noah, go ahead.
0: We have to talk about really quickly, if you don't mind. How do we feel about the Sox at this point?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel confident. I feel confident that they are going to keep doing well enough to remain in the picture. I don't – it's um, unrealistic to say that they are going to beat the Yankees. And uh, we have to play you 14 times. Yes. Uh, So – unrealistic to think that that's something that's going to happen if it happens phenomenal uh it'll be one of those seasons that nobody saw coming Mm -hmm. uh so i mean that was 2004 joe will argue about that all day but 2004 the underdogs uh if if it happens again it happens again and i'll have to eat my words about alex cora unless he's cheating again and then we have to talk about that Mm um but I'm excited to see where this goes. Do you think the Red Sox can ha- keep it up? No. Why?
0: I already think they have slowly began their descent, to be completely they have honest. Plateaued. <laughs> yeah, in the last in the last couple weeks, I think they have plateaued. Uh I do think J D will keep hitting. I think the biggest thing is if the pitching can't actually get its act together, like you can't sustain that. Like that's honestly, that's what the Yankees did. Last year and the year before, they had a, not a phenomenal starting pitching core. Their bullpen was was decent, but everything else just kind of. Um, I'm sorry, everything else was just was just there, right? The hitting was there, but the pitching core was just not good. Um, and that's not how you win postseason games, right? We know this. You have to have starting pitching to win postseason games. So, sure. in talking about you know, how their how starting rotation is okay. Like, E-Rod has an extremely high ERA. When you're facing another team who actually has an elite pitcher, like Garrett Cole, um, that's where, you know, that might fall apart. Now, yeah, after Garrett Cole, up. who knows? Who knows? what? Yeah. There's a lot of variables there with Kluber, with Tyone. We don't know exactly how they're going to be yet. Um, and we'll talk about the Yankees in a second. But this brings me back to my postseason line. So there is uh, a few students in my school who like to make fun of me because they're Red Sox fans and the Yankees aren't in first place in the division, and the Sox are. Yeah. So one of one of these uh, one of the kids goes, oh, hey, Mr. Cross, how's third place treating you? And I'm just like, hmm, yeah, honey. Nice. I just, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't want to talk to you this morning. Um, <laughs> and then yesterday, one of the kids goes, uh, oh, the, the Sox are going to be in first place all the way to October. And I, and I look right at him and I go, the only thing the Sox are going to be doing in October is getting up in costumes and going trick-or-treating because they're not going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> so... That was, my, uh, that was my that was that was your ruth,
1: your ruthless burn <laughs> to a middle schooler? GG's hey, you they got were,
0: I literally was I literally said to them, like, you guys have to stop making fun of me for the Yankees. <laughs> like it is not my fault, okay? They are ruthless to, to me. They are ruthless.
1: You know what? And, I mean I, if you I look say. at me and you, are you surprised? We did the same thing to all of oh, our teachers.
0: Absolutely, we did, which is why, <laughs> which is why I think it's hilarious. Um but the biggest thing is, get it out now, Red Sox fans. Get it out
1: now. Because I have a
0: big, bold prediction at the end of the Yankees segment, and we'll get there in a minute. But now, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the New York Yankees. Wait, can you just put a different picture up? Because this isn't the picture that I should, that should be on the screen when we start first.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, We want something good. Here we go. There
0: we go. Okay. The Yankee season (laughs) has finally started. After a horrendous start to the season, the Yankees are 12 for their last 14. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just 12 for the last 15. Definitely a big turnaround. This is after going five and five during a very slow start to the season. The Yankee hitting core is still working out a few kinks. Uh, Now we could go back to that picture. Yeah, hold
1: on. Let me just um, put this guy up here for that. Uh, That's good, actually, too.
0: There you go. Uh, Where were we? Aaron Judge uh, is sporting – well, why did I have – no. He's sporting an average of 255 with seven home runs. So the seven home runs is a lot, right? But the biggest problem is um, he's Aaron Judge, and his OPS is 856, which is not terrible, not terrible, because, again, he hits a lot of home runs. The problem is his strikeout rate is at 29% in the first half of the season, and he has an MLB average, which the MLB average of strikeout rates right now is 22%. So that's a much Trailing. higher than average. Okay, can you let me finish? <laughs> um, he went 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts in the Yankees' victory over the Astros on Wednesday. 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts on yeah. Wednesday.
1: Why'd you even show up?
0: he you know, That's the thing. He's falling into that classic Yankee drought of home run or bust. And we've seen it before. We'll see it again. Just last night, he went 0 for 4 with two Ks. Um, so he just loves to strike out. And that's the thing. And he loves to strike out on the off-speed pitches low and away. If you throw Aaron Judge a low and away slider, you might as well be playing MLB The Show. Like, they're swinging. That's that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you literally might as well be playing MLB The Show. That's messed up. Um, I felt attacked by that. Over 5 with – oh, sorry. I know. He's <laughs> <laughs> um T- tyler loves a swing in that game uh gary sanchez is another one which i'm not going to harp too much on this but he has an uh an average of 175 with two home runs and an ops of 619 and i put boyaka there for Rey mysterio 619 anyway um <laughs> i didn't get that reference till right now <laughs> i thought you were
1: celebrating i'm like what are you
0: celebrating no, 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 about no, no. this guy
1: 619 um,
0: and others in this oh list include Aaron God. Hicks, who has an average of only 202, and Clint Frazier, who ah, he finally hit a couple home runs. He had his first RBI of the season after well, it took him a month, month and a few days into the season to get his first RBI, yeah, uh, which were you know two solo home runs. But his average is still one fifty-one. So that is four of the Yankees, um, you know, the guys who the Yankees would have in their lineup. That's a problem. Like, you're not going to win games if you have that many people not swinging well.
1: Definitely not.
0: However, the Yankees backup catcher Kyle Higashioka is doing great. You know, as the backup catcher, uh, I mean, as anybody, to be honest, with an OPS of 919 and four home runs, Higashioka is actually helping us out here. Thank you so much. Another person is Gio Rusella, who is sporting an average of 287 with four home runs and an OPS of 798. So thank you Gio for the help. However, this next man that we are going to talk about. Oh my gosh, the beast of New York City, Mr. Giancarlo Stanton. Look at him down in the cap. has been mm. dazzling as of late, currently on a 12 game hitting streak. Uh and he has hit 9 home runs so far this season with an batting average of 312 and OPS of 970 and 23 RBIs. He has been clutch. He comes in in big moments and he's delivering. He's not trying to home run or bust. He's actually putting the ball in play. He only has nine home runs if you look at it, but his average is still 312. He's getting hits. He's fine with going the other way and slapping a single, slapping a double up the line. He's doing what he needs to do when there's runners on base. He's bringing runners in. He's being the true domination of the, uh, of the Yankees which is good. He's giving them what they
1: need. Number one offense or or, uh, offense of the Yankees. He's been absolutely insane. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him though. He's such a hot and cold player Mm -hmm. that I just, I don't give him that, that credit yet, yet, not yet.
0: Sure. Um, He's definitely been the biggest contributor. Like if if he didn't play on Wednesday, the Yankees lost that game against the Astros. Easy.
1: All right. That's fair.
0: Not even a question. They would have lost that game. Um, He's definitely been doing what he need, he needs to do right now for the Yankees, and the Yankees are out. I mean, it's great that he's there. He's he's doing what we he was advertised to do, um, which is fantastic. So, obviously, I hope he continues to swing a hot bat. Obviously, I hope he continues to be the absolute beast of the Yankees. And guess where he is hitting now, Tyler? What, number four? Number two. What? Yep. Aaron Boone has taken Aaron Judge out of the number two hole, so it now goes DJ LeMahieu and Giancarlo Stanton. It's a weird order, but okay. We, we've we been talking about Aaron Boone and his weird orders forever, so there this, this should be no <laughs> surprise to uh, Over to the pitching side of it, Garrett Cole, baby, has an ERA of 161 with 66 strikeouts and 44 innings. Killing it. Uh, the Yankees would honestly be lost without him. Plain and simple, I'll say it right now. If we didn't have Garrett Cole, we'd suck. Yeah, It would be so bad. He has been the only consistent player on this team besides like Stanton, but that's only for the last 12 games. So, Um, Corey Kluber is averaging about a strikeout an inning with an ERA of 303, so not terrible. His best start was last Sunday against the Tigers, where he won eight innings uh, of shutout baseball with 10 strikeouts. And then this man on your screen, Jonathan Loisica, has been absolutely great out of the bullpen. Now you're good there you go uh granted the bullpen sporting an era of 0.98 with 18 strikeouts and 18 innings a guy who would honestly he he still terrifies me because he throws really hard he throws like a 98 99 fastball but he puts it right there and it always terrifies me because he just puts it right there and i remember when the yankees put him in in um 2019 and he was pitching against altuve and I got, a bunch of people were tweeting, like, Loisacov versus Altuve scares me because Altuve, throw, I'm sorry, Loisacov loves to throw high fastballs. And what does Altuve like to hit? High fast. Fastball. High fastballs. So I was mortified when I saw this happening. Um, another great Yankees pitcher has been Michael King, who has an ERA of zero with nine strikeouts and 11 innings. So very good there. However, the back... End of the Yankees bullpen, the big man, Aroldis Chapman, has been absolutely killing it, sporting an ERA of zero with 26 strikeouts in 11 innings. Absolute wow. He looks
1: more confident than he has ever looked in his entire career.
0: Do you know why? And, I, and Michael K. pointed this out the other night. He's he's having fun. Like he Oh, cracked wow. A,
1: Imagine that. He cracked
0: That's a smile. Weird. He cracked a I smile. I saw that at the end of the, the game when he, when
1: he got the save. I saw that.
0: It was weird. Mhm. Cuz well, he
1: he looks so confident.
0: Mm-hmm. He's chilling. I love to see it. He's having fun and he's throwing harder than he has. He's been hitting like 102 um on, on those fastballs coming in there. So he's been and he's been painting. He's been painting. That's insane. So. You'll see. Know, the Yankees looking much better as of late if they tighten up the hitting all around uh, and get the rotation sorted out. Uh they're going to be back on top in absolutely no time. And this is where I like to bring in Noah's big bold prediction. The Yankees will be in first place of the American League East by June. Ooh! This month, the tables will turn. They're gonna turn on the
1: three teams to be bad.
0: They're gonna turn on the stove. The Yankees will be in first place by June. This time in June,
1: I'll give you second place.
0: I will give you second
1: place. First place, and that the Red Sox will still be holding first by June.
0: Okay.
1: I will give you second place. I think the Red Sox have an easier schedule in June. I think we don't play you guys until the end of June. So that might be when the Yankees uh, capitalize, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, we got two good games coming up today. The Red Sox are playing the Orioles at 7.05. Yankees are playing the Nationals at 1.05. And Noah and I will actually be going to the game tomorrow at yankee stadium uh and we will uh, likely give a live update from the park so uh, it'll probably if we can't get Streamyard to work while we're there we'll probably just go live on our facebook page so if you don't follow the facebook page just go follow baseball with the bard over on facebook you can give us a like and a follow we would greatly appreciate that and you can see where we're sitting at Yankee Stadium, we have prime seats. We're going to bring mm-hmm. a home run ball home for all of you guys. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna. I, you know what? Let's call it right now. I am going to catch a Soto back yet. Yes, he is. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna catch a Juan Soto home run ball, uh, and uh, that's that's what I'm bringing onto the show.
0: He's gonna be right there. He's gonna be, well, folks. We're sitting. We have left field seats, row number one, right behind Juan Soto. So mm-hmm. we're gonna be in the presence of greatness. Is what we're saying.
1: Oh, uh, I'm so excited. So excited. Gonna it's be gonna be, be a lot. A lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't be great. We're both vaccinated. So that's why we're, we're going. We episode.
1: were able to go both vaccinated. Yes. So we are able to get in. We just got to have a picture of our Vax card and they'll let you right in.
0: Let's try it in. So it'll be good. So folks, baseball is open, as we've been saying. And it's That being said if you love podcasts make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com for a wide selection of great shows covering sports business relationships pop culture politics and true crime there are over 28 shows on the hashtag cmg network and if you don't find one you like you can start one of your own we can help you launch your podcast for as little as 15 dollars per month Clovercrest Media is the website to visit make sure you check it out and tell your friends all about it you can visit clovercrestmedia.com and click on the link for the latest on your favorite cmg sports podcast as well as blogs videos and latest information so it certainly has been a long two weeks without all of you we're happy to be back baseball is absolutely incredible so far this year so excited to see where it goes we'll see you live tomorrow from the bronx in new york at yankee stadium i'm Noah Cross. that's tyler bard and this was baseball with the bard